What is up, everybody? Joe Sib here. Welcome to Rad Parenting, sitting across from my co-host, Anaya Bogue. We are back. I want to thank everyone for all of the emails. Uh, the beta test group is that full? Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. Because we're we have still a wait list. We've been still getting a ton of emails for that. Yeah. I'm so excited that the response was as strong as it was. Yeah, it, I am too. And honestly, if anyone is still like interested in doing something, you know, as part of our online parenting offerings, absolutely send us an email because um, we will put you on a wait list and set you up for future um, offerings with a discount coupon or something. You'll get something if you want to just email and say you're interested in being part of any our online community. I love that because I've been going through the emails. They've still been coming in. So if you have recently emailed about being a part of the beta test group, it is full. Uh, and if anything opens up, you'll be contacted. You'll be on a wait list. That's right. Uh, also, I brought some up last week and I actually got an email from some people in Santa Cruz. Wanted to run this by you and Naya. Wanted to run it by our listeners because I think it could be a cool opportunity. One of the things that Naya and I have talked about doing is we would love to tape the podcast, do a rad parenting podcast live taping somewhere out there on the road. Uh, it really depends on who wants to bring us and set up and do the heavy lifting for something like that. I have uh, a few people have reached out to us in Portland. Mm. They're like, you need to come up. I want to go to Portland. Yeah. I've and never been. We have a huge uh, list. We have a lot of uh, people listen yeah. to us up there in Portland. Um, also, uh, we got hit up from some people in Santa Cruz. Uh, and they were, Santa Cruz, California. And they were suggesting uh, a daytime event where we would tape the podcast live in front of an audience. Uh, we would take questions. I'm sure a lot of the questions would be directed at you. <laughs> because people would be like, all right, we know that this guy is not the expert. And that is not is. true, Justin. No, but I think it would be a great opportunity <laughs> yeah. for people to meet both of us, mm -hmm. see us both in action. And it might be something that might happen in October. But the reason I'm bringing it up is if you're listening right now and you can hear our voice and you feel like, hey, you know what? I know we got a lot of listeners in Chicago. I know we have a lot of listeners in Los Angeles. I know we have a lot of listeners in Portland, like I mentioned, New York City. If if there's an idea of like, hey, this because this is what an and I think of doing. We would love to come out, do a daytime event in an environment that, say, is uh, coffee, bagels, and orange juice, more of a sober environment. Not serious <laughs> because... We're never too serious, but in an environment like that, it could be at a school, it could be at a, uh, some sort of community mm -hmm. situation where you bring us in. We would love to do that. And then that evening, we would totally go the opposite direction, and um, I would do a basically- some live we'd, comedy. We would do a live comedy show. I would do stand-up. But the thing that Anaya and I have done together, because of stand-up for girls, is- um, Anaya and I would do that together as well, because um, that environment, Anaya is really good in. You're always good at stand-up for Thanks. girls. Yeah. So that would be super fun. And maybe we could even tie it into stand-up for girls in a different city. That ooh, would be the show. Oh, Joe Sip. Yeah, I just thought of that I like right the way now. you're thinking. Yeah, I could uh, I could incorporate other comedians from that particular city that we yeah. go to. And in whatever money we make from the event, uh, donate to stand-up for girls. Love it. So Wow. Email us now, radparenting at gmail.com. If you're down to do the heavy lifting for that and you're like, look, you guys get here, I will make it set up for I will set it up for you. We're down to do it. Yep. Radparenting at gmail.com. <sighs> Joseph. <laughs> You've been in this, like, this is, uh, not, not everybody can see you, uh, but I see you, Joseph. And usually I walk in this studio and you're the, like, you know, you're lighting it. You're just lit up first uh, thing in the morning. And I can tell that you are- I've been up since six. 
yes, and I can see the weight of your current circumstances starting to weigh on you. And I thought maybe that would be a good place for us to dive in today oh, for, and put oh, you on the hot seat for oh a change. Oh my gosh. Like, like, are you are you talking about what I've been doing for the last yes what fourteen yes. days? So so folks, just so you know, let me set this up for you. I walk in. Joseph is usually bouncing off the <laughs> studio walls, like just raring to go, filling me in on everything. And I and I you know walked in today and could see that, like quite literally, it looks like you just have like your kids on your shoulders and you're carrying a heavy load. And so I asked you what was up, and of course you are in the midst of sort of an unexpected turn of events that has put a lot on your plate as a dad. And um, we talked a little bit about it. And I think it would be a really great basis for a show today of like, what happens when one spouse, one partner has to be out of the picture? Um, in this case, Karen is 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 away taking care of her parents. Um, and suddenly the other parent who maybe doesn't do a lot of the day-to-day is like, okay, time to step up. Yeah. Wow. That's a, that is exactly what's happening. Uh, you know, I know you and Karen, um, you know, have talked and you basically, I think we're at the beginning of when, basically for everyone listening, uh, we as a family are going through Karen's parents, unfortunately. Uh, the only analogy I can use is they're, they're, it feels like they're both coming in for the final landing. Mm-hmm. And I hope it's not, but regardless, um, they're coming in, some of the landing gear isn't working, uh, there's a lot of fog, and, you're, and, and they're, you know, we have her father who is a stroke victim, and and he's been a stroke victim for almost eight years, or mm. maybe even longer. Mm-hmm. Um, it the, her mother taking care of him, so her health deteriorated. Yep. really really quick because she went from being able to take care of herself, and you know being this healthy woman to like I got to focus all of my energy on my husband. Yeah, that took its toll. Now, unfortunately, and this is what you're talking about, her dad um, slipped, broke his hip. Went into emergency surgery, and that began um, the series of okay, we got to deal with that. But then at the same time, her mom all of a sudden had to go in for surgery. Both parents, one in assisted living rehabilitation, and the other one just in the hospital right now, waiting to have another surgery and another surgery and the wow. recovery. And then all of a sudden, it's just thrown. Uh, on to Karen. To Karen, right? Who has I, a sibling, but he's he's not. He's, yeah, he's near, in the military. He, yeah. He has to go back to Iraq. So uh, at that point, totally, just like you said, we knew this was always a possibility. Yes, of course, we but, always do. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a, I'm gonna be so honest with all of you. It was definitely something that we. I don't think ever thought it was going to hit as fast and as hard as it has. I mean, Karen's been gone for two weeks. And when I say, you know, two weeks, that's not two weeks uh, at the retreat in Italy getting, I mean, this is two weeks of hardcore work that yeah. she's been, yeah. you know, getting the house she's in order. She's super tapped. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And- so, so I think, you know, and, and the thing is, is while these circumstances, like we've got, you know, a situation that most of our listeners will be able to relate to, again, even if we just have like the vaguest awareness of like, yeah, this is a thing that could happen eventually. My parents may end up being the ones needing me and how does that impact my family? But I think what we really want to, like what this is giving us an opportunity to talk about today is what happens, and we've touched on this a little bit in the past, 
what happens when you kind of, you, you've got two people and for all you single parents out there, and, and I'm doing a lot of that myself right now, um, this is the day-to-day reality. But for those of us who are used to having a partner to share Extra the parenting load with, when you are suddenly faced with, for whatever reason, your partner's got to go to town on business. Um, you know, he or she has the opportunity to take off to uh, with a few friends for a long weekend or whatever. And the other partner who may be not the one that's doing the regular day-to-day routine stuff with the kids, what happens, especially when that comes kind of out of the, the blue? Only, the, the, the best analogy that I have is, is your family, and I, you've heard me all say this a million times, your family is a band. And, and the show, and I hate using the term, but it's true. The, sh- you know, the show must go on. Yeah. The show needs to go on. And when I say that is right now in our band, we're doing shows without our singer. Yeah. Or we're doing, yeah. I mean, you're going to see the Stones and Charlie Watts isn't playing drums. Yeah. You're going to see, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go. I mean, I know we have younger listeners. You're going to see Pearl Jam. You're going, I mean, that's not a younger listener band, but you're going to see Band of Horses and you're like, Wow. <laughs> Are, are, are you're going to see the shins? You're going. You're wait a minute. You're going to you're going to a festival, and then a, suddenly the festival. You go to Coachella, and they go, "Oh, hey, by the way, check it out, you hundred thousand people. We're not going to have lights, so when it gets dark, <laughs> we're just going to have to try to wing it. All yes. the bands are still going to play, yeah, but we're going to have to wing it right now. With in our current situation, we we don't we don't have our drummer. We don't have we don't have a key member of the, of band, the band, but we've got gigs, and yes. those gigs are baseball practice. Uh, my daughter's prom is this weekend. My um, son's uh, all of his act, all of his school, all of yeah, the tutoring, just the day to day, getting to school every day and back. Yeah, meals on the table, lunches prepared, now, whatever. Yeah. Now, one of the things that I want to say is, I don't want to paint the picture of like, oh, so before this, Joe, like you're not involved. No, that that's not the case at all. The case is, I'm super involved, and it's really made me realize, wow, as much as I am involved, there is still so much that goes on that I that I didn't know. I didn't know so-and-so gets picked up and then goes to the friend's house and I had to have that explained to me. I didn't know that, uh, I didn't know that uh, Nate doesn't like salmon. Like I was like, really? That's weird. I always thought you did. You know, like just weird yeah. things, you know, and, and what I feel like you're bringing up is if your family, if, if your partner and you have said, "Hey, I'm going away to hang out with my friends, and we're going to go wine tasting," or "Hey, I'm going to go hang out with my mom, and I'm going away," okay, you can plan for that. What what's what I'm has ha- has happened was Monday night everything was cool two weeks ago. Yeah. Tuesday morning it wasn't. Yeah. And it was just like go time. Yes. And the only thing that has saved this whole two weeks was the fact that. In a small way, Karen and I had had conversations mm-hmm. when it wasn't go time. Go time, yeah. About hey, can I? You know what? What? what what's going on with this? Yes. What's going on with that? What's the password to that? Yes. Oh, really? I didn't know that. You yeah. guys set the alarm during the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay, why? Because oh, okay. Or or hey, what what the tutor? I've never even I've never I don't know where the tutor lives. I yes. don't know the tutor. Oh, the tutor comes to us. Uh, okay, I didn't know that. Right. Oh, so. Um, what ha- what about this? My daughter missed a day at school because she got throat. I didn't know you're supposed to like write a note or call the school. I was just like, yeah, you're missing school. Cool right. with me. I don't have to drive you there. Right. Yes. And then all of a sudden it was like, no, you have to call the administration, the yes. admissions or whatever. And I was like, how do you even get that number? Right. That was a scene in itself. So what what I'm saying, and maybe we can help everyone through this moment is is that. It's inevitable. It's 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 like a motorcycle rider. 
you know, hey, will I ever lay down my bike? They don't say it's, oh, it's not a case of, not a case of if, it's when. Mm -hmm. So the motor, when you're a motorcycle rider, you just know, yeah, I'm going to crash. Sooner or later. That's part of it. You know, that's what I'm, that's what I have realized in this particular situation. You stay together with your partner sooner or later, something's going to come up where, where they have to split and you're suddenly, whoa, okay. And as much as you think you're prepared, you, you might not be. Cause I thought I was a super prepared dude and, and we've gotten through it, but it was because the only thing I can think of was because we had these conversations yes. ahead of time. Yes. So, and I think that that's the whole, you know, even on a, you know, cause I don't, Karen could have just fallen, come down with a, a serious flu for three days and been in bed. And the last thing she would have needed was to be explaining all the ins and outs of her, the part that she handled. But when those things happen, you know, you still go to your partner like, Hey, I know you just got done throwing yes. up, but can you still drive the kids? To, you know, like, right. like if the parents, ah. I'm sorry, if they're, if. I mean, I just know from our marriage and, and from our relationship, if you're here and you're still breathing, you're still going to be putting it. You know. Well, yeah, yes. I, but but we, I think we would want to not tap our partner in that situation more than we have to. And Absolutely. I think what you're getting at, and, and thankfully what you and Karen have had enough of that you've been able to just be, although you are tired, clearly, that you've been able to manage you know, and, and carry, the sh carry on the ship and moving fairly smoothly, um, is that it it's important that we do have conversations. And I think what happens is so many of us, because most most homes right now are two-income families, yep. the reality is mothers are still typically the ones, not always folks, but are still typically the ones that are both holding down a full-time job and navigating and holding together all the kids' different uh, uh, routines and all of that. And, and emotional. Uh, oh my gosh. So that's a whole other thing, right? And I do, I do want to jump in really quick. If there was one plus side to this, mm -hmm. there's been a huge connection between me and the two kids yes. because they just got me now. Yes, exactly. And so there are, there's really great things that can come out of this. But I think what we're saying is that on the day to day, in this whole, in the spirit of being a united front, in this, in, in a whole other way, it is really important, as easy as it may be, to be like, I don't have the bandwidth for that. Like, I'm going to do my thing, and I'm going to trust that he or she is doing his thing, and we have different responsibilities with these kids. There has to be communication about the day-to-day, -day, both from a place of support for your partner and understanding kind of what each of you is holding on the day-to-day, -day, but also so that if something happens, you know, something like you're dealing with, um, or or God forbid, one of the partners, uh, you know, ta is taken out by a, a, even a more serious you know, illness where they're hospitalized or something, how can you be prepared to step up? Because the fact is we can't bring our children's lives to a screeching halt um, because something like this comes up. And in your case, inevitably, when we're dealing with parents, that it is going to happen. Yeah. It is going to happen. Yeah. So how can we stay in communication and and as, as in terms of this situation, but also I'm going to put it out there that folks as partners, we will individually feel more supported as parents if even we're even though we're handling separate responsibilities, there's an awareness and there's communication about what each of us is doing, not only for the practical benefit, like what you're dealing with, but also so that we feel a sense of like, oh, we're in this together. I love it. Let's take a break. We'll hear from our sponsor. When we come back, I'm going to ask you some questions. I'm going to tell you some of the scenarios that happened over <laughs> the last two weeks. You're listening to Rad Parenting. We'll be right back after this. Rad Parenting, Joe Sib here with you. Uh, thank you for listening and talking about uh, talking with Anae and I or hearing Anae and I talk about the last two weeks. Um, it has been a trip. 
uh, g- going through these these last two weeks. And one of the things also that I would throw out there is that when your partner is suddenly called away, whether it's for work, whether it's for a family emergency like we're going through mm-hmm. or, or, or anything else, if you're on vacation, it's a little bit different. But for this particular episode, one of the things that I realized too is that I couldn't call Karen every single time some bump happened in the in the road. Yeah. There was a there was a problem at school. Uh, you know, something happened at school with Nate. It wasn't too serious, but normally I would pick up the phone and I'd be like, "Hey, this just went down." And I was like, "You know what? I can't do that because she's dealing with whether or not her dad's going to get out of uh, the rehab yes. today and go to a different bedroom and whether or not they got the bed set up at home for him. Do I really need to call her right now and go, hey, so-and-so picked on so-and-so at school. Right. These are my feelings. <laughs> and it, and I, I literally would have the phone in my hand. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to bother with that. Mm-hmm. And then there was, you know, with the perfect example, with, with my daughter and the prom coming up, you know, we were what having- What is she a, wearing? Well, she has that all situated, okay. but- you know, there was a moment where like her skin was freaking out, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm a, I would, I, I know, I don't want to, I know people are gonna be like, what, you're a dude? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Like, I'm, a, I'm sorry, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I don't know, your, your skin looks fine to me. Yeah, you know, that's not what you're supposed to say yeah. to your no. 16 year old daughter. Sure it looks fine, you know. <laughs> She's like, I don't know how I'm getting this acne. I'm like, who are you making out with? You're rubbing your face against their face. Oh, Joe Sib, you did not. Yeah. Oh my God. Is that wrong? Yes. Yeah, well, I don't know. But I'm I have faith that Chessa would probably let you know that no, that was maybe not No, she said to me right, right away. Answer. I'm not making out with anybody. <laughs> That's the problem. And I was like, okay. But but then we we talked about it and then I had to shift gears and go, "Wait a minute. How can I help the situation? Dive into it that way." Mm-hmm. We went, we got some stuff. It was cool. With all of that said, the 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 one thing that just keeps going through my mind is just the idea of what it must be like for a family that that it doesn't have the circumstance I have that I actually work from home and that mm-hmm. I can be here. Yes. So for the, this really would be for the the parents. I mean, you said it. You know, unfortunately, you know, or fortunately, parents, both parents have to work. Mm-hmm. So all that was going through my head, I'm learning from my experience, but I'm wondering if you and I can kind of put together a list of what we could help those parents that are like, whoa, I've never even thought about that. Yeah. Like, wait a minute, we don't have grandparents to take care of the kids if you go and have to split. Right. Or wait a minute, would we just have friends? Like, how would we do that? Because I still have to go to work, yes. even though you suddenly went away. The kids, to, you know, so that's kind of yep. the second half of this particular episode. How can you prepare yourself for that situation when it happens? Okay. So first of all, communication, which we have said before. And and the the, the thing about this first action step is that I promise you it is going to have uh, many, many benefits in, in, a, in a variety of different ways. So it's not just the most practical uh, benefit that we're speaking about here that, you know, if something like this goes down, uh, the other partner is going to know what to do. It's also, as I said a few moments ago, about staying connected. So even though one partner is like, okay, I'm prime, I'm going to be the one responsible for making sure the kids are out of, out of the out the door on time in the morning. They get to their respective school or schools, whatever, um, or handling sports or whatever. That 
you're communicating with your partner. And that does not just put the onus on the... So in this case, let's just say that Karen was primarily the one that was responsible for getting the kids to school in the morning. Um, it, it shouldn't just be on her to make sure, oh, I got to make sure I communicate to Joe. What I'm talking about here is that you're working together and you're saying, how was your morning? Tell me about what that what the routine looks like. Like I, Just from a point of interest, which will also have the benefit of should something like this happen. And, and, and just, just to clarify really quick, that right there is what's been going through my mind. I know what's going on at the house because I do a lot of the, I do yeah. a lot of the drop offs, the pickups. I know all that, and and what all that has gone through my head was, wow, if I was a dad or a mom or, or a partner in a relationship where I was like, wow, you know what? Unfortunately, and I see these dads all the time. Th- th- my neighbor across the street has to drive to like Irvine mm-hmm. for work. He leaves at like five thirty in the morning. He doesn't get home till seven. Oh what happens if this got thrown on his plate or yes. or this the woman? The, the couple that lives across the street from us, both of them work. One lives, one has to drive, you know, one hour this way, the other one has to, you know, and they have the, yes. they have the care, the drop off. They have this system that's, in, that's insane. But I'm like, oh my gosh, what happens if that happens to them? So yes. the communication you're talking about, it's, and I hate to say it, we live in California. It's always like, when is the earthquake happening? Yeah. It's not, it's not if, it's when, know, when. Yeah. be prepared. So you're saying yeah. the communication is such the foundation for, all right. It's almost like that episode we did on religion. And it all, not religion, but on um, like the things to talk about before you yes, get married. Yes. Uh, religion, the you know, uh, our sex life after yeah, kids. Yeah. Like some things. This should almost be another, uh, another part of that equation. Hey, in, in if someone has to split because of an emergency, right. how do we handle, handle that? Yes. Yes. And a lot of it you're not going to know until you're in it, like, you know, when you have that routine set up. But I think it is really essential. And I think what you're finding out, as much as we might be like, oh my gosh, I can't handle one more thing. I don't have it. I don't have the space in my head. I definitely don't have the time. There is a connection. Like, I'm I'm sure that you're feeling a different connection with your kids right now. Holding it all, and 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 you know, I mean, you also have a personality where you're like, bring it, like, let's see how much I can do, which is awesome. Um, but I think that we underestimate just how much it can reinforce the bond with our partner to be taking an interest in what each other is holding in terms of the family. But also, it will have you, it will keep you more connected to your kids, even just to know about what they're doing. So even if your spouse is the one that 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 took takes the kids uh, to their various um, extracurriculars. For you to know that that's where they're at and that's what's going on, you have a greater empathy for your partner. They feel that, but also your kids are going to be affected by you saying, "Oh, how was baseball practice tonight?" Or how did you, how did your piano lesson go? Mom said or Dad said, you know, blah 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 happened last week. You know, whatever. Those things are really important. That is the glue. Those little conversations. Yeah, I've definitely. If there's one thing that I'm, I'm walking away from, is there's definitely been a. a, a and, and you know, like I said, I'm around my kids a lot, but this has definitely been a different light that they've seen me in for a mm-hmm. longer period of time. Mm-hmm. It's one thing when you're like, okay, you know, mom's going away for the weekend or, you know, so-and-so's going away for the weekend. I got it. You know, you just like, dude, everyone's eating pizza. Stay up as late as you want. I'll talk to you yeah. on Sunday, you know, yeah. but when it's this long, one of the things though that did happen that I would say is, is, is funny. And, th- and this, I would suggest this to, to your, to your other half, to your partner, um, is, there's going to be times where like like my son, uh, after school, he had a bunch of buddies over and he just told me, oh yeah, everyone stays until nine and uh, and, and mom makes dinner for everyone. Oh. And then, yeah. And I'm like, dude, it's Tuesday. He's like, yeah, it's pretty much, you know, we just, mom makes dinner for everyone. They stay here till nine. And I'm like, I was like, okay, first of all, 
Uh, I just said straight up, I'm not making dinner for everyone. Uh-huh. Uh, that's cool. And and he goes, gosh. And all the kids are looking at me. And, and I'm like, hey, guys, how many times does your parents make dinner for Nate? And they all looked at me like, never. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, pickup time for all of you dudes is seven. And I go, if you guys want me to make you dinner, I'm going to make you dinner. And I went down and I bought hot dogs. And I just threw like... I threw like, and one kid's like, I'm veggie. I'm like, I know you are. Here you go, bro. I got your veggie. And I just, you know, spent like 20 bucks. Joe, and I just, Seth. but it was funny though, because they were all like, they were tripping on it because I said, yeah, I'll make you food, but no, I'm not making you some organic, you know, meal that, you yeah. know, you're with just, vegetarian and non vegetarian oh options. Yeah. And I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, but the, my point being is, I had to call Karen and just go, hey, I got to run something by you, you know, when we're catching up. I go, you know, are you making dinner for people? And she's like, no, I never do that. And then there's been little things like, mom lets me play Fortnite at 10 at night. And I'm like, really? Because, you know, I'm out doing comedy. So I'm like, I'm starting to wonder. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. And and then, you know, Karen's like, no, no one's playing Fortnite at 10 at night. Right. It's so... Yeah, the, so you have to factor in your your children's attempts to thwart. Oh my god! Straight up, your your children's attempts to lie to you. Yeah, mom always gives me forty bucks. What? Yeah, no, she doesn't. Yeah, uh, that right there, I would say. Thank God we had a lot of those conversations. Um, before we get out of here, I would just say on my on my experience, some of the things that have gotten me through this: the communication, and the only reason I knew about the communication was from that episode you and I did mm-hmm. talking about certain uh, things you should talk about before you're married mm-hmm. when they show up yep. uh, into your into your circle. And basically, I had had enough conversations with Karen. Hey, when your parents, you know, come in for the final Yeah, there have been some signs. Yeah, There's been some signs. You know, okay, here's what's going on. Mm-hmm. This is what you're going to have to do. Boom, boom, boom. This is what's going on. Okay, here's the schedule. We had a written schedule. That's what I was going to say. That was yeah. going to be my second action before step. Before Karen left, we had a full calendar yes. that, thank God... She, she had this calendar that I would just look at it every morning and go, oh, yes. this is like, you know, Nate gets out of school at different times. I didn't highly, know it. Highly, highly recommend. I mean, in general, folks, just for a day-to-day planning, holding it together, a, a great cal- family calendar on, I know a lot of people use like iPhone calendars, but if you got younger kids, they're not, they're they, not rocking the phone yet. It. Exactly. And that way everybody can see it, but having a calendar on the, on the, on the fridge or whatever that has everybody's activities. And then also, you know, just on that, on the second step, like as a former teacher, once upon a time, if ever I needed to be out because I was sick or there was a in-service day or something I needed to go to, I had like my base plan so that if a substitute came in and I've now used it when I have to travel to go and speak or whatever, I have like a base plan that I have written up or typed up um, for my little one's schedule so that if I have a sitter that comes in, or in some cases it's various people um, that are covering different parts of, of the of the deal, that they have a point of reference and I don't have to spend three hours when I'm already trying to get everything together, pulling together this written version of what the plan is that will help this caretaker in my absence. Yeah, that's great. The calendar is so important. Yeah, yeah. So that's the second step I would highly yeah, recommend. Communication. Write it down as you go. Yeah, communication. Is the first one. To talk about the whole situation, yep. this happening, because it will. Secondly, begin that calendar now. Yeah. Even if your kids are young, just so you guys get used to looking up at the calendar. Because exactly. in our household, you, you've seen it in my kitchen. We have a yep. big calendar that Karen put up there uh, so that everyone can know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I want to throw in there, curveball, weekends. Hmm. Because all of a sudden- 
everyone had eight hours or seven hours it's occupied. So mm-hmm. you can be like, okay, I can get the house put back together. I can shop for everyone. I can do some work. You know, I work from home. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to jam some rad parenting work. I'm going to work on some comedy stuff. I got to book some shows. Okay, cool. Uh, two o'clock, I got to get back on. And you go to your second, you know, your, your, your next job, mm-hmm. which I call it Uber driver because I'm driving everyone around. But one of the things I'll tell you right now is you think, oh, good, the weekend's here. No. No. No, 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 no. It is go time. <laughs> at least when they're at school, they're, they're occupied for Dude, several I'm telling hours. You right now, I ha- like today's Friday, I have to have Nate's whole weekend planned. Chessa, she's got prom, but I'm already right now, like right now while we're taping this, I, I keep looking at my phone going, I only got a couple hours to find some activities for him to do. With his friends, because I'm telling you right now, if I go to pickup and I go, hey, man, I don't have anything planned, all of a sudden, three things are going to happen, or two things for sure. A, it's going to turn into video game Fortnite madness at my house, which mm-hmm. I can't have that. Mm-hmm. Secondly, he's going to start going, well, I want to hang out with, a, with, with these dudes. And I'm like, whoa, those aren't the dudes I want you to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's like you're like, no, no, no. You got to no. get ahead of it. Yeah, you got to sure. get ahead. I'm telling you right now, for everyone that's listening, um, and I know some people might be like, dude, Joe's talking too much, but you know what? Check it out because I'm in it. You okay? are. I'm in it. And I would say this. I go back to when I managed a band. I always came at them every morning with what was going on because there's members and bands that would come to me and you never want to be on that call. Hey, so what's going on? What's, what are you working on? Because uh-huh. uh, then you got to scramble. So with kids, I'm a big fan of like, Coming to them. Hey, check it out, Nate. It's two o'clock, just out of school. You're going over to your friend Bailey's house. Going to play baseball there until about seven o'clock. Then you're coming over. I got a sleep uh, sleepover set up with so and so. And then uh, tomorrow morning, you've got uh, baseball photos. And then we, you have. And then from two to five, you've got this opportunity. And then don't forget, in the evening, you're supposed to go to the dance with your friend. Uh, and he just looks at me, and I because if you got it, you have to have it Cruise all. Who's directing? You got to have it yep. all together. If not, it is full on chaos. It's just punk rock. Imagine a circle pit at a at a concert going on <laughs> in your house. Joseph, the analogies today are just oozing out of you. Uh, yeah, okay, so that's good. So the third thing is like come up with a schedule that's going to keep your kids engaged so that you are not doing all the heavy lifting from one moment to the next, especially when it comes to the weekend. Communication, calendar, scheduling. Those three words live by because that's the only way I've gotten through this last two weeks. And you're in it to win it, Joe. I think I am. You're winning. Yeah. Does my face show that I'm in it? Um, it, it Joe, you look really tired. Do I, really? I have to tell yeah. you? Yes. Yeah. But it sounds like you're killing it. It sounds like you're doing an amazing job. Yeah. And I and I think on the other side, when you can kind of just like breathe, um, something will be better. Like there'll be there's the, the bond with your kids is closer. Um, you know, you and Karen will probably have a different appreciation for each other on a whole other level. Yeah. Um, there's things there, but great benefits that I think are going to come out of this. Yeah. And for all the single parents out there, man, I have so much oh, respect off. for you. Yes. I think though, you know. What though, I'm, I, I'd be lying if I said I don't think growing up raised by a single mom didn't prepare me for stuff it, like it this. It did or did not? It did. It did, yes. Yeah. It did. It definitely did mm-hmm. because my mom, you know, when I was with her, she, you know, you had the way that she operated. Yeah. And when I go visit my dad, you know, he had the way he operated. Yeah. So I, I was used to like, Adapting, yeah, adapting and stepping up. Yep, for sure. There you go. Uh, Hey, I want to thank everyone uh, once again for listening to Rad Parenting and continue those reviews. Uh, Sometimes I, you know, Anae and I read them, and they're they're just so from the heart, and it's amazing that uh, this podcast out of this little 
this little studio in Glendale, California gets to so many people's ears and we do not take you for granted. We cannot thank you enough for being a part of our Rad Parenting community. Uh, also, like we said at the beginning of the show, radparenting at gmail.com. If you think we should come to your uh, city and tape the show live and you feel like, hey, I can set that up. And just so you know, we're not like, hey, you need to bring us to like the hall and rent the studio. Like we'll do it in your living room if you feel you can get enough people there and that it would be a fun event. Like we would totally do that. Anaya's looking at me like, really? We're doing living rooms now? <laughs> I'm not staying, we're staying at their house. <laughs> you know, that's my punk rocker in me, DIY. Yes. There you yes, go, I love DIY. Um, all right. Not DUI. I know some people were like, is he talking about DUI? No, do it yourself. Not driving under the influence. Okay. With all that said, um, Anae and I are out of here. Uh, we'll see you all next week. My name is Joe Sib. And Anae Vogue. Late. Late. <laughs>